Hey, welcome back to God's Glory and Men's Real Stories. I am your host, Robert Moore III, and I'm excited that you would join us today for the continuation or part two of a conversation I'm having with my brother, Jason Baker. So be sure to catch part one before enjoying this episode. And so with that said, we're going to jump right back in, and I pray that you feel God's love as well as see God's glory in Men's Real Stories. And I feel like this is the trouble a lot of times with... Um, I'm not. I hate generalizing, but I'm gonna do it. So I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Here we go. Let's do it. Uh, but this, you know, when those churches that meet online or you know have this big presence, are like you're gonna get blessed. You just gotta be faithful. What if you're not? You know, and you're still faithful. How do we respond to that? Well, well, the question is, is what type of what type of blessings are you looking for? Like, if you have yeah. expectations of like, I'm expecting a million dollars. I know. That's yeah. my like maybe God's like no 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 I yeah. actually have a different blessing for you when it doesn't come in the financial area. I understand. Maybe it comes in the wisdom area. Maybe it comes in the resources area. Maybe it comes like like we sometimes doctor up this idea of exactly how God's going to work it out. Yeah. Exactly what like it's almost like I came up with the plan, God. Now I want you to bless it. This yeah. is what I want to do. Now I, know, I need your stamp of approval. When it's almost like He's like. Oh, no, 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 no. See, I'm going to let you do that, but this is my plan for you. Yeah. And and and, and the problem is that you keep making these plans up and you keep coming to me saying, hey, look, how do you feel about this? Instead yeah. of saying, hey, God, what is your plan for yeah. me? Where are you taking me? And mm-hmm. more importantly, I'm going to surrender all, you know, I got a list of them and they're really good, but I'm going to surrender this list over to you. And, and, and allow you to show me where mm-hmm. you're going, almost like you were describing or explaining your friend in that he has no worries about where he's going to sleep tonight. Yeah. He knows that God's going to provide for yeah. him. So he yeah. doesn't he doesn't come up with this idea of I actually wanted to sleep at the Ritz tonight. So God, if that doesn't happen, yeah. I feel like you 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 haven't shown up for yeah. me. It's more like I know you're gonna provide me rest tonight. Yeah, and it, what's crazy is is that place that he may sleep is not even inside. It might just be under the tree that blacks whenever weather is happening or right. might be in a position that's, you know, close to water or something. I don't know. Uh, regardless, but regardless. He, he, he knows that he's going to rest. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's not so much, well, why aren't you doing this? Or why is it not looking this way? God, it's more like, God, I'm going to let you lead me. And even in that, when it doesn't look the way I thought it would look, I still realize that you, you didn't step away and just say, Oh my bad. Oh, here it come. Wait a minute. Let me fix that. Yeah. It's more like, this is where you want me. And re- yeah. regardless of whatever reason you have me standing here or however you, whatever you have me feeling this way, mm-hmm. there's a reason for that. And I, I'm going to stay faithful, but more importantly, I'm going to keep my heart open to recognize that yeah. there's a reason for well, this. Well, you tell me what you think staying faithful means too, because I, I, have, I have an opinion or I feel like I have um, – some understanding of what that means, but mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of people that would call themselves Christians that don't know what that means. Yeah. What does yeah. mean, staying well, faithful to, mean? To me, in, in my opinion, I believe that I am faithful in the good times and the bad. Mm-hmm. I am faithful when it's going the way I would like it to go, and I am faithful even when it's like, yo, what is happening right yeah. now? Like, why would you allow this to happen? But more so, it's like, God, I don't know what you're doing right now. Yeah. But I'm here for it regardless. This is not comfortable, but I realize that it's in my discomfort that you're growing me and you're preparing me for something that I can't foresee. Yeah. So I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to lean into what you're doing even when I don't quite like it. I don't like the way this looks. I don't like the way it's being handled. Yeah. I'm going to trust you, though. Mm-hmm. I know whatever you're doing, it's, it's beyond my sight. There are a lot of things I can see. There are a lot of things that I have no idea what you're doing, but I'm faithful even when it looks bad. And I think that it's not fair. Yeah. It sucks, mm-hmm. but I'm faithful to what you're doing. Absolutely. It may suck. It's and gonna, it, it's yes. my suck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's going to be hard. Uh, yeah. That's, that's definitely, I, f- I feel like, um, and, and saying it sucks isn't even sometimes, the, the right word to describe the pain that you might be mm-hmm. feeling in that thing. There's words I probably wouldn't use anymore. So yes, yes, you're, yeah. you're exactly oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, it's, so, it's so cool. Um, just, to capla- just to encapsulate kind of if I know I'm feeling a certain way of despair or, you know, loss of hope or I know somebody else is, there's a psalm, Psalm 42. Cole showed me this psalm when I was um, 
you know, when I first met him and, uh, there's a song out there, it's called I'm Satisfying You. Um, but, uh, it, it kind of describes this despair that we may feel following Jesus. You might want your enemies to be destroyed. You may, you may not understand what moment you're in. The waves crashing over you, you may not understand why it's happening to you. Mm-hmm. And, um, I feel like people all the time, and we're in a culture of, of selfism, you know, we're reflecting on what's good for me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're almost shutting out the like pain itself to make it just not irrelevant or just make it completely irrelevant. Right. Guys, we're meant to feel pain. Most it, definitely. It, it, we are not in our fully redeemed mindset or body to not accept the fact that we're going to feel pain. And it doesn't make us less manly exactly. to, to, to feel pain. Like a lot of people, oh, man, suck it up, tough yeah. it up. Like it, it doesn't hurt that bad. Yeah. It's like, and that's but, not that's not embracing the pain. Right. Like when, when that's said, embracing the pain is is knowing that like Jesus will redeem it whether, when I'm alive or when I'm not, you know, like or when I'm in my physical embodiment is here or not, you know. Mm-hmm. And it may be generational. Generational mm-hmm. things may occur yeah. before it's redeemed. And I mean, it, it, it's Na- the story of Naomi. You know, um, Naomi was was following his her ex or her um, her husband's that passed away right. mother, um, and you know there was generational like we don't know what's going to happen, right? You know, kind of thing. Um, the descendants of a uh, the descendants of Adam from Adam to Jesus, those 14, or not 14, I'm going to say more than that. I can only, I, for some reason I'm thinking 14. Those descendants, anyway, the stories of those descendants are so tumultuous and crazy at times that you're like, the son of God's coming from this line? <laughs> you're going to redeem the world through this group of people? Mm-hmm. And I feel even in my own personal past, like my family history, you know, and I'm not saying I'm the moment of redemption because that would be ridiculous. Jesus is the moment of that redemption. <laughs> but there are times where I look back and I'm like, "Holy crap! How did we come out of this?" Like, how? And and I'm sure, and I'm sure people who are believers that have had you know generational um, attachments to slavery feel that way when they're like, "How did? How am I going to get redeemed from this amount of weight?" Um, and you know, you can talk about any natural or, you know, world historical period and be like, where is God going to redeem that? How is God going to make it happen through all the trauma yeah. we've been through, through all the exactly. trauma our family's been through? Exactly. Yeah. yeah like, like what, and, and, and why me? Like, why would it be me? Yeah. Like, and I, those are, and those are adequate questions. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that question, but saying it from a position of hope is way more impactful to how you respond than saying it from a position of anger or a position of, you know, real, I'm, I'm going to say despair. I think it's, I, I, I want to say that, but, you know, you know the position you're going to be in or your posture will be when you ask that question. Mm-hmm. When life hits you hard, um, how are you going to respond to those things? And, and if it's generational, like, it may not be you that it gets redeemed in, but your heart has to be, available, you know, for those things. And you have to talk about the things that help develop your, your spiritual life and, and develop your, your sense of hope. And, uh, it may be your kids and maybe your grandkids that it finally gets redeemed and you have to be okay with that, you know? And I talk, I tell us, why not you though? Yeah. Why not me? It could be me, you know, and it could be you, you know, it doesn't, it could be us. Um, I think if you have a heart of, it could be me, it could not be me. It, you're just going to let Jesus decide. I think that's the best position you could possibly be in for something to happen now or later. But I, I believe Jesus has already made the decision. The yes. question is, is do you have the faith to realize that it, that, that, that why wait on this to happen in my grand? Yeah. Time? Yeah. 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 It's almost like God use me now in this time yeah. and allow me to be able to 
uh, uh, drop the baggage that 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 my mm. family has carried that they've passed over to yeah, me yeah. now to continue to do what you've called me to do right. and not necessarily have to carry all this turmoil, carry all this trauma, carry right. all these things with me. Allow me to be used in the space that that you see fit. Maybe in the space that continues to be a problem, and I mm. see a need. Like yeah. wow, like that bothers me right there, and 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 it's it's. I, I tell people, I truly believe he gives us what we need. or He's already given us what we need in areas that bother us the most. Mm. Things that, that, that we're waiting on the government or other people to do. It's like, yeah, you have it. And regardless what's happened in your, 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 your family's line, what's happened in your past, what may happen as you continue to move in this. Yeah. It still doesn't change. It, it's just that sometimes our mind begins to tell us, yeah, but, you know, I can't do this because I'm not strong enough because I can't do. I mean, look at my lifestyle. There's no way God could use me in this area. And it's like, why not? Yeah. Like, why not you? Yeah. And I guess uh, part of it is I admittedly am slightly pessimistic when it comes to my my own, like, strength in that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, I'm sure there are listeners that feel the same way. It's like, well, I don't know if it can be me, but like you said, it, there is a there is a moment where you are going to have to start walking, you know, yeah. on, on this path, and and that path may scare you, and you yeah. may be like, whoa, wait a minute, like, whoa, like, give me another path, yeah. like that's, and not, you may be interacting be with people on your walk that you know, scare the heck out of you, or mm-hmm. or you know, whatever it may be, they'll um, challenge you, they'll, they'll make you, you uncomfortable, yeah. So yeah, I, I think that's that's an encouragement for me too, because a lot of times I'm like, yeah, I guess I could do something now, but I know God's gonna do it at some point. He's, but he's trying he to do will. it. He will. He could do it but, right but, now. But, but a lot of times, that's just it. He's yeah. trying to do it. He's trying to do it through you. He's chosen yeah. you because it, it stands out to you. It's like you may see things that nobody else sees. Y'all don't see a problem with that? I don't understand. Like, what's what are you talking about? Yeah. So why is it that I'm the only one that sees this, that sees a problem with this? And it's because, like you said, your eyes are open to see things that others don't see mm. a desire to even make changes in. But it's 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 maybe that's your race. Your race is to say, I feel like I've been called into this not because uh, um, it bothers me, but more importantly, nobody else sees the problem with this right mm. now. Like nobody else is, 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 it bothers them as much as it's bothering me. And I have to wake up every day and see something that everybody else is just like, it's not that big of a deal, Jason. Yeah. But it, but it, but it bothers me. And, and so maybe what it is, is that God is continuing to pull at you and say, Hey, what's it going to take, Jason? When's it going to happen? Why not you? Mm. Don't worry about all the little things of yeah, but I'm I you know my family had no 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 understand I've already worked on that yeah. I'm working on that that's that's why I keep making you uncomfortable in yeah. certain seasons because I'm trying to go ahead and allow you to let that mindset go it's yeah. it's this is it's 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 your time mm-hmm. and 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 there's no need I mean think about it. you could watch your grandson do it one day but 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 imagine what it would be like if you did that to where yeah. you're now your grandson takes it from there and says. Now watch me, watch me con- continue on the race that you started. I, g- I guess like my only rebuttal to that would be Moses never saw the promised land. Right. You know, like what if, what if, if you do things the right way and it still doesn't work out, you know? Well, I, I mean, and, and you could think about that from that standpoint, but what yeah. if it doesn't? But I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just giving you, know you something there. The thing is, is that Moses did see the promised land. Yeah. He just couldn't go into Buddy, the promised land. Buddy, let me. Land. Let me preach on that real quick. Right. Um, <laughs> let me preach on that real quick. There's a, uh, the past, like, mm, four or five months probably, there have been a lot of, like, connections with me. I was reading a lot or praying about a lot of things where, like, like it's a, you know, this walk isn't a destination. The walk is meant to be the walk, you know. Um, the reason I say that is there, you know, a lot of sermons that I've listened to, in the most recent months, I'm not I'm not being prophetic at all when I say this at all. But um, there is a uh, this guy on Instagram or something that I listened to, and it was like a solid encapsulation of of this thing. So I'm copying his thing. I can't remember his name, but I'm but when he said it, I was like, holy s word. This <laughs> all comes together so perfectly. It needs to be shared. Like it needs to be said. And um, you know, especially like with all these connections to like my f- church history being like the end goal is heaven. Right. You know, the end goal is, is getting this street of gold and pearly gates and all this crap. Um, it's not, 
the heaven is happening right now in your heart if you're a believer. Right. You know, and like I said, the transcendent kingdom that's already around us, if we just have our eyes open to it and walk this walk, we are already reunited and redeemed in Christ because of the cross that happened 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, it's it's funny. There's so many there's so many ways we could use our church setting right now and point back to that time. So we're all on this mosey little walk for in the wilderness, and we're like, man, when are we going to get to the promised land? But we haven't even thought about that the physical embodiment of God is literally floating over them. They're a pillar of fu- right. smoke at night or right, right. whatever it is. And, yeah. And, and, and yeah. The physical, let me say it again, physical embodiment of God is in their presence. Right. And it currently is in our presence, in right. our heart. Right. That's where the tabernacle and is. in our presence when we gather. He's yeah. right now in, in our presence. Why are we trying to get to this heaven? Why are we trying to worry about, yeah, it's already here. Well, okay, so so look at it from this standpoint, and, and I get what you're saying. I, I totally get what you're saying. Um, I guess a lot of us, we we fear what happens when this life is over. Mm-hmm. And so we're living here, we're living on earth, and we're promised that as a Christian, we'll live forever. Uh-huh. And when we leave this life, we'll go and we'll transcend to live in heaven. And in our in our heavenly bodies with our heavenly Father, and so the question is: is okay, like if this is it for you, and you don't see a, a desire to hear one day, because I, I do to hear one day that you know you did well, well done, my my perfect servant, well done, my son, mm-hmm. you know you carried out exactly what I wanted wanted for you, and 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 that is a that is why I feel like we go so hard to please God and a lot of what we're doing to give him the glory and a lot of what we're doing so that we can experience that. And even though life here is great and we can do so many great and perfect things and we can love people the way God loved them. I think that if, if my end goal isn't to hear that I did well, think about it as a, as a, as a child, you want to hear from your parents that like, that was awesome, man. You killed that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you got straight A's? That's awesome. What, you know what? Let's go celebrate this. My dad Let's, never said that to me. Just saying. Hey, you know what? <laughs> well, you know what? That's a whole nother level. We could talk about that. And, 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 My but, grandma did, though. Come on. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you know what? But you know what, though? Think about it, though. Even in you saying that, yeah. there were times when you would have wanted to hear that from your dad. Yeah. And so knowing that one day in my efforts here, my heavenly father is going to tell me that. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. The the moments when he sends people to encourage me on what I'm doing now, that is huge to me. Mm. I don't know you, but I know God put it on your heart to encourage me in what I'm doing. And that's a moment where I can look up and recognize that he's winking at me and let me know you're doing great. Mm. You're walking in purpose. You're walking according to where I'm moving you. You're 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 not you're not shying away from it. And so it's in those moments where I'm like, wow. I can't wait to experience and, and, and be able to sit down and hear from you and to tell me about all the moments where it was like you did exactly what I called you to do. Yeah. You moved exactly how I wanted you to move. And so that is what I look forward to. And, and that's just me speaking for me, you know, because I know there may be some people It's like, hey, look, I'm good with this. And if this is it, hey, well, look, that's cool. To be in that mind space itself is to to walk a path, to walk in this like understanding that the glory of God is around you already. Like the, the kingdom has already come on the cross. Mm-hmm. I don't think people in our church or, or, you know, as you, as we would say that the dead man or, or the, the standing there watching the kingdom happen as right. I was, right. you know, for three to four years of my life, that was my setting. Like just not knowing what to do or not really understanding what to do next. Right. And so um, when you don't feel those things or, you know, really are affirmed in those like blessings or next seasons or anything like that. How do we encourage our brothers and sisters to get to that space? And so it's, it's like, okay, yes, we do need to strive for something of course, but that shouldn't be our, like we shouldn't not do anything now because we're trying, we've already accepted Jesus. It's, it's, he's in our heart. We're just waiting on the rapture. We're waiting on us to die, to get to heaven or whatever. No, our, our, the physical embodiment of God is in our hearts right now. How do we 
redeem the world around us, not by our own actions or our own will, but by the will of the Father. And living in this space, like you just said, of understanding what season's coming up or what season has passed away and ended or what, you know, all these things I've, you know, we've been chatting about, like we're in this, we're in this headspace. Like it's not hard for us to talk about our emotions or, or where we're struggling or when the pebble hits our lives, like we know where to turn. Right. I don't think a lot of our fellow believers know where that is. And I think there's a whole nother conversations about places that people have, told people where it is but it's not actually there and so mm, you know okay. it's it's like how do we get our and and mission uprising is the perfect place because it is an actual space where like hey guys these are some good steps to start acting like you're preparing for this mind space of walking in this in this transcendent kingdom getting in out of the matrix and you're like really seeing the world around you for what it actually is and this might be a difference in opinion for me and you but like Heaven isn't a distant place. Heaven is here on earth. Physic, I fully believe that whatever rapture, or what you know, at the end, revelation time, whatever it might be, it's not a, it's not an actual flame on the earth that's like a ball of fire leaving, and we're in the city of heaven. The city of heaven is on the redeemed earth we have right now. The Garden of Eden was here. It's, it's not here physically, transcendently. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's another topic of craziness that, <laughs> that I thought about. But, you know, like when, when Jesus does finally put to death, death, I think I'll still be in my mountains. I think you'll still be, you know, in the, city, wh- of the city of Charlotte. <laughs> but it, our perspective will be completely different. We won't be governed by, the United States won't exist. North Carolina won't exist. It'll be the kingdom of heaven that, like, really is existing and i think that that's a conversation about you know heaven I mean, and all yeah, that yeah. stuff we, yeah, we, we but can, like, and don't get me wrong we could all yeah you're right we yeah. could all different in opinion on, yeah. on on what happens at the end of time yeah. but i think but people you know, don't know I, I, i'll tell people the way i i calmed a lot of my anxiety and worries about things is that i that that instead of living in the future of where yes. it, what could happen I live in the present, and so it allows me not have to have to. to worry about you have like, to what could happen. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's easier said than done. I know. Think about I know. it. Anxiety normally happens because a person is worried about what's happening tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. What's going to happen yeah. next year? Sorry. And so, I, all my anxiety friends out there, I, I haven't like I'm still struggling and trying to understand more and more about what that, what all that. Inca- I'm personally never had a lot of those feelings, but. I'm trying to learn because I know a lot of men and women all always are struggling with some form of anxiety and um, just understanding where I don't know my, where it comes from. Where, well, where not it where it comes. It or... Maybe I mean I'm sure that helps understand how I can mm-hmm. sh- help in general. Yeah. But like, um, I don't I don't want to band aid anything. Like I I want to meet that experience where they're you know where they're at right. because I think that's that's what Jesus would do. But um, yeah, so I, I don't mean to shortcut or shortchange anybody's experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I just don't know. I don't know what that feels like. I don't know that impending, like, anxiety feels like. And so it's different for everybody. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it truly is. I mean, like my, my anxiety in the, in the past and even now is different than my son's. You know, we were talking about that today and that sometimes how it causes our bodies to react, what it, right. how it puts us into a free state. Some of us, how it puts it to a, I mean, I mean, it, it affects everybody differently. But the, the thing is, is when you allow it to control you, yeah. then you're stuck always in a, in a, in a pattern of like, this is what I do. With second, I feel anxious. I, mm-hmm. I I run or I do this or I, I I freeze up. And 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 so a lot of times it's in recognizing what's creating that, what's what's causing you to to go into that space that you can address that. Because if you don't address it, then you stay there. Mm-hmm. You stay constantly in survival of, of 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 how it 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 controls you. And so you know, going back to like even like what you were talking about as far as what what. What could happen in the end times? Think about it. There's some people that when they start to think about like, well, wait a minute, what's going to, like, should I, how, and, and they go yeah. into a panic attack of like, well, I, I, maybe I'm not ready. Maybe I, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, you know, a lot of times we, we, looking at where we're at right now, like I'm not focused on the future. I'm going to look at where I'm at and what I'm doing currently with my life and how that will affect me now. Like right now, not, not, I'm not worried about how it's going to affect me in the future, but how it's affecting me right now. I can then address, like, if I'm living the life I want to live. Yeah. 
how I want to live. And I can't worry about everybody else in this community because a lot of times in, in this community, we look at how God wants to use us and how we want to move in love. But then we start looking around at everybody else and we're like, well, why are they not moving in love? Like, what's wrong with mm. you? Like, you don't see things the way I, you, I, nah, you not moving the way I, and it's like, it's not, it's, it's not for me to control how you're not doing it. It's for me to understand how I'm doing it. And even though you may have all the resources, you seem like you have all the finances, you seem like you're big enough to control so many things and do so many things. It's like, you know what? Let me turn around and focus on what God is calling me to do. Mm. Because regardless, my calling may, is definitely not your calling. My visions are not your visions. And so if I can stay focused on what God's doing through me, I shouldn't worry about what you're not doing or I believe you should be doing because it's in my walk with you, my relationship with you, that you're going to do a lot of great things. And, and, and I can't worry about the things that you're not doing or, or they're not doing or this large. Or it's like, yo, God, you keep calling me into this space, so I'm going to move into that even if nobody else comes along, even if nobody else sees the importance. It's it's the relationship I have with you will never look like, and I think that's what kept me from a relationship with God, looking at everybody else's relationship yeah. and forgetting that my relationship is going to be exactly what it's going to be with yeah. me. How I move, what I do, my parents may have never done it, yeah. but that shouldn't keep me from doing it. That shouldn't keep me from walking according to way the way he's calling me to walk, walking in love, walking in forgiveness, walking in so many different things. And then the people will be inspired by what you're doing and how it shows shows up. And you may not have video of it. Yeah. You may not have pictures of it, mm -hmm. but the people that experience it, or see you in different settings, they're gonna be like, "Wow, that in, that inspired me to like maybe like do more." Like, um, you know, I, I, I know that I'm 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 a Christian and that I'm wanting to walk according to the way God, but but I thought that it was just showing up every Sunday and paying my yeah, tithes. Yeah. You know, maybe there's more to this. Maybe God has more for me. But I I thought that it was this simple, and if it, yeah. I, I wanted to keep it this simple, this is comfortable. I can do this. Yeah. That's uncomfortable. I have to go and talk to people that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm antisocial and you want me to go talk to people or you want me to witness to people. Like, ah, that's outside of my comfort yeah. zone. It's like, but no, maybe that's, that's. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, I, I work with, um, 115 high school to college age students, mm -hmm. um, from different backgrounds, different worldviews, um, who have all, for some reason, I think ordained, of course, um, found their way at Camp Harrison and are going to be teaching our campers five core values and the gospel. And I think a gen this gener I mean, I'm not going to call myself out of the generation. I think our generation, the conversation of mental health is, is obviously a forefront issue. Mm -hmm. What are good resources to share with our staff members, to share with young adults who are, I don't know if I want to continue this Christian thing because my mental health, you know, or whatever. I can't do this because of my mental health. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, this this isn't necessarily just a resource for our camp, our camp counselors or anything like that. But, you know, I, I just don't know how to approach it. Right. And I don't know how to approach, because I, I, I'd love to just say, you know, faith in Jesus is super helpful and and. But in the moment, it, it just may not be the right words that need to be said. Right. So is there a curriculum? Is there something that, and I, I would like it to be faith-based, of course, Right. Um, that point to these principles that we'd love to share mm -hmm. and that I have a desire to share, right. but come in language that our young people understand, right. and, it, and it does make sense. And like you said, you, you know, you you're worried about other people. You want to focus on your path, your walk, whatever. Um, I, I want that to be a conversation as someone has with Jesus on their own, on our site. I want our campers to think that way. I want our full-time staff to really understand and grip the season of life that you're in right now, the moment that you are, the reason you're at Camp Harrison for this season, maybe two months, maybe 10 years. I don't know. Right. Are you intentionally living in that moment, in that season. And if you're struggling with mental health, how do you mend it through these, you know, through the spirit, through Jesus? Okay. In in a language, like going to therapy is super impactful and helpful. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't want to, 
I don't want to not. You don't want to downplay. I'm not gonna downplay it. And you don't want to. You don't want to just do what what I heard a lot of. Hey man, you just pray. Just exactly. Pray just just go to God and that'll exactly. be taken care of. And 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 and, 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 and I, go ahead. Sorry. And that does. You know, earlier you were talking about church hurts. That yeah. does create church hurts. Absolutely. When you've heard that all your life, absolutely. And you've experienced that 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 later on when yes. you realize that 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 there was more to it. Right. That creates church hurt. Yeah. But what I would say is that a lot of people feel like they have to choose. They have to choose God. Yep. Or their mental health. Yes. And they can't do both. Right. I, I, I am I am hugely passionate about saying, understand, God and mental health play hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And God works in our mental health. And I'm not saying that because I think that. I'm saying that because I experienced that. Yeah. I, I had a huge breakdown and a falling apart and a reconstruction in 2022 that allowed me to experience God at work while dealing with my mental health. Yes. So while going to therapy, I experienced God sitting in there with me yeah. and helping me deal with certain things that I chose that I didn't ever want to remember. I had dug so deep. I had, I had literally put that stuff somewhere where I didn't make a map and put an X and I don't want to remember where that's at. But it was in those moments where he was like, Oh, yep. Nope. Gotcha. Here you go. Yeah. Now it's a matter of you facing that. I just dug it up for you. Now I need you to look at it. I need you to deal with that mm-hmm. because it you you can just you can rebury it, you can walk away from it, ignore it. But our mental health is so important because the truth is, is God will use you regardless. Yeah, if you allow Him. The yeah. question is, is how heavy do you want your load to be as He uses you? Do you want to have to deal with all the distractions that you continue to carry around and the patterns and the addictions you have while trying to live out a life for God? I'm still dealing with pornography, why I'm trying to talk to young boys about why it's not healthy. I'm still dealing with the fact that uh, my parents um, had a divorce early in life and I had to experience all the all the hurtful and harmful things that they 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 went back and forth. I had this I had a front row seat to that. Now I feel a certain way because of what I experienced through them. It's in dealing with that. It's in going back and facing those feelings, going back and putting words to what you experience that allows you to be able to be used by God in a way that is that that will allow you to set somebody else free that's going through that exact same thing. Yeah. So it's not a matter of saying, well, I got to choose my mental health because right now God's not going to do that. that yet. No, yeah. it's like realizing that God works in our mental health to allow us to set ourselves free. Yeah. But he's not going to just take that from you and help. Yep. Nope. You don't right. worry about that anymore. No. He, he, there's sometimes a he might. He wants you to face that. Well, you know what? There are some times where he will literally like almost like put a dam there to say, yeah. oh, I'm going to stop the I'm going to stop the water pouring yeah. while you face this right now, because yeah. there are so many things that are crashing in on you. You can't face them all at the same yeah. time. So I'm going to put a dam right here to, to block that. Yeah. While you while you face that, yeah, because I I, I don't want the the, the 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 world life just pouring in on you while you're still trying to deal with this. Yeah. So it's like he he has a huge moment of saying I I am mental. It's it's not God or mental health. Mm-hmm. It's God and mental health. Yeah, yeah. It's God and therapy. It's God and healing. It's 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 not a choice. So choose both. And know that he works in that space of mental health. Right. Know that he, that, you know, it, even though a lot of our backgrounds say, well, you know, I've, I don't have any uh, theology to back that up. No, trust me. There are people that, I, I, like, for instance, uh, Tim Ross has a great, um, uh, I, don't, I don't know what you'd call it, whether it's uh, 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 my, uh, one of these little um segments where he he sits down with Michelle Williams where they talk about God and therapy God mm. and, and dealing with your mental health there are a lot of um, um, pastors podcasters believers that are creating content that 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 deal with that matter yeah. of fact there are a lot of pastors now that are speaking on that you know my pastor personally speaks a lot about your your even though people don't recognize it, I, I speak mental health. So I hear him as he's speaking about yeah. mental health and, and how God walks through that, how God works in that, how he's dealing with his own mental health. Because it doesn't matter. You can tell people all day long, but if you're not doing your own work, yeah, yeah, your, your right. fruits start to show that like absolutely, it's not. I can't tell. Yeah, no, so, you're right. So yeah, and understand what you've done, the 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 the. The, um, the vulnerability and the, the, the conversations and discussions that you've had that have created a, a space for you to be able to get past some of the things that have held you captive, that speaks to the camp counselors and the different people you talk to. Sure. 
but it's through your stories. You have to you have to talk about that stuff. Yeah. If you don't talk about it, then then you're led to believe like, well, yeah, I guess you you do got to choose right, one. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. that's that's great. I just um, you know, just for some clarity for our, our listeners too. You know, I, I don't come um, to this table um, you know, with all of my uh, nobody with does. all of my things fixed. Nobody um, does. Yeah, and including I, me. I just want to reiterate that, though. You know, yeah. I, I think it's important to reiterate that that this conversation and conversations that pastors have, or or whatever it may be, um, you know, don't don't think that this is a, a table of perfect men nah. that have figured it out. It doesn't even exist. That, yeah. That's why I, I normally yeah. try to like let people know ahead of time. There's nobody that's ever going to sit at this table that's perfect, nor are they supposed to be. You're, you're perfectly imperfect. And you were, you brought the exact conversation we were supposed to have today. Like yeah. literally this was, this was a perfect conversation. <laughs> yeah, no, this was a perfectly <laughs> con- perfect conversation. Yeah. This was great. And, and the crazy thing is sometimes you don't realize that until later on. There may be times when I get up from this table and I'm like, I don't know if anything was impactful there. I don't know. And, and, and I, I'm later on encouraged when people say I needed to hear that. Mm-hmm. That spoke to me. Yeah. Everything y'all said had me like sitting on the edge of my seat. Like, wait, 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 gotcha. you too. And so it, when we start this with prayer, it creates a space where God then uses us to say exactly what needs to be said. Even when we're like, wow, I felt like more, that was more like we learned from each other. We sat there and we sharpened each other. But in our sharpening, we, we, we created a space for somebody else to be healed, somebody else to be set free, somebody yeah. else to feel seen and heard. So your conversation brought about a space for both of us to sit back and be like, wow, no, that's, that's a good point. Like, yeah, yeah. And then we can take that point and we can grow from it, but others can sit back and be like, yeah, no, I appreciate it. Like, you just helped me grow from things too. Like, that yeah. that, that set me free. So, no, I, hey, brother, I appreciate you coming. And yeah, I had a great time. That. And the truth is, is, I tell you, we can run these conversations forever, but the truth is, is that it what needs to be said, what's said here, it, it creates a space where you can't help but leave this table and be like, dang, that's a lot to think about there. Like, yeah. that's... That that was that, and I promise you, I will because I do it all the time. Which is, it happens even when I watch these things back as I'm producing it. It's like, yo, I was, I was, I what I said, I said it to him, but I said that for me to hear myself say, and I, I need to do more of that. I need to, I, I, I can't just sit on the sideline like we've sat on the sideline for long enough. I mean, think about it when we realize it, we're yeah. like, yeah, I've, I've been living this life, but like I've been sitting on the sideline watching other people or waiting for other people to do it. And it's like yeah. this whole time, man, I've been sitting on the sideline. Like the coach had been yelled, Hey, get in the game. And I'm, I'm stuck over here on the sideline. So it's right. time for me to get in the game. Now it's time for a lot of our listeners, my listeners to, to get in the game. It's, it's, it's time for all of us to get in the game in certain areas that we just have been kind of like waiting for somebody else to do it. Yeah. It's like, even though I, I'm a I'm a solid walker and I'm a I, I, I'm it's like yeah but I'm still waiting on somebody else to do what I've been called to do and it it it's for me it's my time yeah well I I just uh um just to be vulnerable you know again but um the things that I laid in that that fire Saturday morning mm-hmm. you know those things um may develop to something different next you know fall um you know, there's things that I, I remember in my mind saying, like laying it down and, and interacting with God. And I had done uh, Mission Uprising two times before um, that this past session. And um, and I, I say I've done them. There's always been a, a day or an afternoon that I couldn't go to a session or I couldn't, you know, uh, I couldn't go to the morning walk the first time, which the third time was, inc- you know, like it's completely different. Right. Right. And, and of course, most uh, of my listeners have no idea what you're talking I know, about. I know. Now, I know. We can't really go into detail. I know. Yeah. I know. But like, you know, the things that I, I think need to be said is like, it doesn't matter what space or season that we're in, like the things that we are working through or the things that God, God's really working through and, um, are, are going to be there. Right. And, uh, you know, for me, that's, that's you know obviously like physical um physical health and um pornography and masturbation is is a killer to men everywhere and it's 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 entrapped me and uh you know just like 
figuring out finances is something that I, I'm still trying to figure, you know, to figure out. And so those laying those things in the fire and like having a, you know, having a, a I guess a thought on them um, has helped develop conversations and preparation for defeating those things. Right. And so, um, you know, I, I think like, uh, Jason Mooney, he's, um, he's one of the mission Love uprising guys. Yeah. Mate, Jason, yeah. he's, he's a solid guy. He, um, just shout out to him. He's, he's reached out to me a lot and we've met at camp a handful of times and, um, he threw me in the proven men group with him. And, um, so he's, he's, he's starting to work on that on one of those areas for me. And so I have someone else in my life that wants to chip away at the physical health with me. And, um, it may not require just like going and working out and eating right. But like having surgery is, is something that is on the table. And, um, I think, you know, all options are on the, on the table when it comes to that kind of stuff. But, and then financially it's like, you know, things have, the fight has already happened since, since the last outpost, you know, thing challenges have already arisen and like trying to figure out where to manage some of that stuff is, is all, you know, something that's consumed to me. Um, and so, uh, I, we sit at this table and I just want to be clear. Like I have things I'm dealing with, struggling with things that I should be vulnerable with to my discipler, to people that want to see me grow and and, into being a Christian, um, and being a better man, better version of myself because of what Jesus has done. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, uh, I, don't want that to be unknown when I when after this conversation. Well, know that you're in perfect company because yeah. every person that sits down here, including me, we all are imperfect and we're all striving yeah. to be better men, um, um, better disciples, yeah. better better followers of Christ, and we're all on that path. Maybe at different segments, different parts mm -hmm. of it, but we're all striving to be better and and and, and encourage others yes. while we're doing it. Like being encouraging because you're encouraging a lot of people. I mean, imagine how many people are coming and watching you. They're not just listening to you, yeah. but they're watching you. They're watching your actions. They're seeing if your actions back up or are backed up right. by just the words that you say. Right. And and so know that that as you strive to be better other people are encouraged by that. Yeah. And I'm proud of you. Even Thank in you. that moment. Yeah, yeah, man. Because I like I I met you like what is it, a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. And first I met your brother. My yeah. First yeah. I met which, your brother and man, listen to me. I, I Which by the way, you know, my brother that it has been a long time since I think my brother has seen the glory of God move in his life. And that's this past outpost, you know. Um I I I, I really think he finally, I, I don't know if finally is the word I would use, but it was, it changed him. Yeah. It changed his heart. It changed his out. His perspective is different. I could, I could tell by the comments, like you yeah. have to understand, I met him the day, the first day we got up there and we were just about to like have an early hike yep. and we sat down and talked with him and it was funny because he was like, dude, we got to catch up when this is all over with because from the day that I met you guys yeah. till now, like my perspective, the way I see God, everything is different. And I was so encouraged by yeah. that to the point where I was like, dude, yeah, no, we got to. So so soon I got to have him sitting across from me. Because yeah, yeah. I would love to hear yeah. like just that I transformation that happened because it what he said that day before we left, it 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 messed yeah. me up, man. It brought me to tears. And like, I, matter of fact, I, I have to give him credit for a tweet that I recently wrote that was just powerful, like, mm -hmm. like, and it, it was simple, but it was powerful. So yeah, no, I, I look forward to that conversation yeah. too, just as much as I look forward to this one. And my, and, and it's funny, we, we did talk about it. We haven't really like, you know, the way he just lives now is different too. I, I, I can't, it's, it's all Jesus, you know, it's, it really <laughs> is all Jesus. It's, it's a miracle, but you know, hearing him say words and do things differently in this new perspective is so, so cool. And, That's um, awesome. it's, uh, you know, it's a huge encouragement. I think mission uprising was such, is such a impactful, impactful tool to, to help equip men to be, be better believers and yeah. to walk this path. And, and, um, I hope one day I'll stand up in front of those guys and, and say, I'm not just walking about I'm running on this path. Nice. You know, nice. physically running on this path. Ah, and, I love that. Um, and that would, that would be, that would be a cool milestone to yeah. hit. Um, and, uh, you know, I just, um, I'm, I'm praying that 
at times I feel like there's going to be, it has mountains have to move for, for me to be in these growing areas. But, um, the season of life I'm in right now, I just, like I said, I, I'm the summer camp director at Camp Harrison. I just got that job in March and, um, you know, uh, things have been really fast and I, it took me a couple of weeks to get organized and understand where I'm at, what I need to get before summer starts. And, um, summer camp life is crazy. I, I, that's a that's worthy of another podcast uh <laughs> completely on summer camps in general but um you know the fight uh to find people that um have this common goal to share the gospel to campers using the resources of people like Frank Harrison and Lee Herring and um you know so many committed uh donators to our our cause um, whether they're believers or not, is so special, and um, it's a cool lifestyle. And, um, you know, seeing Mission Uprising there, you know, those are the groups that we want at camp. You know, those men committing to something bigger than themselves in the name of Jesus is what we want. And, um, you know, I know that uh, we're going to do everything we can to get the kids, ver- you know, the father-kid version and the right. the wife version and, right. and uh, the, I should say lady version. Um, not necessarily wives, but right, you know, right. I want them all to be at Camp Harrison, not just because, not not just because of what Camp Harrison means on right. on a level, but what I think, and this is crazy. I've said this to a few guys, but you know, Mission Uprising comes at the beginning of our spring season, and most of the time at the end of our our fall season. It's in October. Mm. We still have some groups, but that spring session is truly like consecrating to the grounds Ooh, what you I, I knew you were going what there. you guys do on our at, and I'm gonna cry because it's so true what you guys do at the chapel what you guys do at um at our overlook and those spaces where men are working out their crap and right their life um you know the heart of Jesus is being literally poured out onto those spaces and um you know it, it it's it's uh it's it reminds me of like Joseph's well like when Joseph built that well or not just yeah when Joseph built that well yes yep and it was consecrated yep. and when Jesus met there with the woman on the well Ooh. like that is what you guys do for our whole season and people, I mean, we have people that work there right now that have no idea that that's happening, but it's, it, it really is. And so encouraging that and praying into that and, um, embracing that is, um, something I look forward to doing this summer and, um, <clears throat> you know, just sharing, uh, our five core values, uh, of the YMCA, which are incredible. Um, it's crazy that the Y made them up, but, uh, and pointing them to Jesus, you right. know, using that space to point them to Jesus and providing a space where our counselors can meet like our, our our mission uprising team does and creating a space where our campers can do that with their counselors. And, um, you know, I, I it's uh, I, I pray that that happens for generations and years to right. come. And um, our our job at camp is to plant a seed and allow God to to shake hearts of stone into flesh. And, um, you know, I think what, what we do in, in the spring and fall absolutely have meaning throughout our entire season. And, uh, yeah, I just, if Dan, you're listening or any of those guys, uh, just know, just know that that happens. Um, and so thank you. And, uh, thank you for honoring God in that, in those, in those times. And, um, yeah, if you're a man and you haven't gone to mission uprising, (laughs) <laughs> step up let's go yeah uh, no it's 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 it'll I, take you i've for been ride. telling people that but you know i'm i i'm glad you said it because you're right it 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 it, it hits different for everybody mm-hmm. but it it is it'll it'll change your life and yeah. not from a standpoint of like oh man i'm not trying to be that guy in the church no <laughs> it's not about that yeah. it's about being that guy when you when you leave church on that guy on monday tuesday yeah. wednesday that guy who is on fire for something bigger than himself yeah. is on fire for something and has a whole newfound purpose. And it, it's, it's funny. 
I moved into the office at, I moved in my camp office probably two weeks before uprising. And my grandfather has a sword, um, that he used in his commissioning, um, or he got in his commissioning. It sits on my desk. And at the end of the sword is my Ebenezer. And, uh, Dan left, uh, some anointing oil. So I wiped it and put it on my desk. And it's, it's my reminder that like, I am still fighting, literally fighting for this kingdom this Ebenezer remind me, reminds me of the seasons that will always change, but his love will remain, and the anointing oil is this, like, message of you're you're good enough to share this message kind right. of thing. And, that's Ooh, not, and, it's, and it's not about what you did. It's not about what you've done in your life. It's because I, the creator of the world, have See, you made it that way. Right. And, yes. um, you know, those reminders are on my desk every day, and... Everyone comes that loves to play with the sword, but it's a it's another chance to share about you know the walk and yeah. and to share about why you know the glory is, is is worth fighting for and worth worth being a part of and um you know God will fight the army himself like he'll defeat the army himself it's right. it's really just fighting fighting those battles that um are meant for you right. to train you right you know right. knowing he's fighting alongside yeah. you knowing that he's already gotten the victory oh, he's for got you it. but 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 the truth is it's training it, even in that that fight he's going to grow something mm-hmm. out of you he's going to groom in you and yeah. prepare you that's awesome yeah, yeah. no that's awesome dude well like i said i appreciate you yeah, coming man. and sitting with me today man it's been a blessing and i i, I truly believe that 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 God has so much planned for you. He has so much that he's going to do through you. Like, like, like your story. Sometimes you may say, yeah, but I mean, like, I'm just trying to stay with the like short novels, (laughs) but like, no, God's, God's got a, a large segment that he has planned for you. He's going to do through you. And it's in you realizing that like, I'm, I'm bigger than this, this small story I wanted to write. He's got a greater story for me. Mm -hmm. He's got a bigger story for me. And it's in me realizing that I'm not supposed to be a small story. I'm supposed to be a larger story that he's going to bring things out of you that are going to be unbelievable, bro. Mm-hmm. So I'm, 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 I'm excited. God. Yeah, I'm excited. I look forward to it. I look forward to hanging out with you yeah, for man. years to come. Absolutely. Not only at these ta- tables like this. Oh, but I got also more questions about, about your boss, too. So Oh, we, yeah. I, no, yeah. yeah. We'll definitely talk. We'll definitely talk. But, um, <laughs> hey, I appreciate everybody yeah. joining us today. I thank you for your time. I thank you for sitting with us. Um, great conversation today. Wow, so much there. Um, hopefully you were encouraged. I want to thank my son and everybody who helps me put this together. I want to thank everybody for supporting, just coming in and sitting down with us and listening, because this is your community. I hope that you can feel encouraged. I hope that you can feel hope. I hope that you can feel seen through these conversations. So thank you much. Thank you so much. Blessed for you to be here. We'll talk to you again soon.